This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. This is Pastor Michael Fueling. I'm in the studio with Pastor Tim Chin. He's laughing at me. I'm putting on my, what's that voice called? You're like, uh, overcompensating producer. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm the announcer. Anyways, so welcome back to the Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And Tim, we got some questions on money. I'm really actually super curious how you're going to address this one. I know you've been talking about retiring young personally and um, yeah, uh-huh. just kind of retiring to a beach, uh, not doing much, <laughs> pretty unproductive. <laughs> At least that's the conversation you've been having with me. So in light sure. of all that, audience, that was 100% sarcastic. Tim will be <laughs> Tim will be laboring until he's dead. That is, that is true. And what's ridiculous is your body will let you. Mm. That's what irritates me. My body is like, you're working too hard, tennis elbow. And you're, there's, <laughs> anyways, whatever. That's, here's the question for the day. Is early retirement wrong? What say you, Tim? We've been talking about these things in a lot of different ways about questions being nuanced. And before I can answer this question, maybe we better nuance it. What do we mean by retirement? Because in our culture, Retirement means to cease from working the job that you've done for, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years, and now you no longer want to do that job, so you're going to retire. And many people who take that approach will retire from that occupation. I have no category of to speak into that. I don't know whether that's right, wrong, or indifferent. So I'm not going to go there. Let me back up and now just speak to what does the Bible say about retirement? Well, If you look up the word retirement in the Bible or anything close to it, guess what? You're going to find zero. The Bible never, never addresses this thing that we have in our culture Mm. called retirement. Mm. And even in the Jewish priestly system that the high priest is elected, but the high priest at the time that he reaches a certain age, he will no longer be the official high priest or hold that office but he will remain as an ally, as a coach, as a sounding board for the next high priest. So he will continue to do some form of priestly duty, but it won't be the same duty as he had as the official high priest. Mm. And we see that in various ways in other cultures as well. So what I see in, in the Bible, both Old and New Testament, is that People don't really retire from a job that they've done for X amount of years. They just continue to do something like they've done before, or they might transfer and do something different. Mm-hmm. And so for me to answer this question, if I was looking at a guy across the table saying, hey, I'm 65, I've spent 30 years in this business, and I am now ready to retire, my next question would be, and what's your next step? What would you be doing next if you now step down from your place of employment, whatever that might be, what are you going to do next? And a greater question is, okay, if that's the case and you're going to step down from this job, whether it's secular or sacred, it doesn't matter. How are you going to continue to use the gifts and talents that God's given you to further his kingdom? So when somebody says I'm retiring, the first thought I have is, you're probably not going to do much now. Not because I think less of that person, but because that is typically what happens. That's what typically happens in our culture. And here's what I've seen. And not that I've met every retiree in all creation. I haven't. But I have met a lot of people who have retired. 
And when they've retired to do nothing, the amount of adjustment, the amount of depression that comes mm-hmm. along with that, the amount of self-confidence and self-worth that starts falling on them like a ton of bricks is I've given my life to something that has made a difference for X amount of years. Now, what do I do? And that is their question that they start asking in retirement. How do I contribute? How do I make a difference in someone else's life or in a business? Or how do I make a difference in the bottom line of whatever that is? I'll throw out a thought here. I am struck. People can take this negatively, whatever. I don't, I actually don't have a person in mind. I more have a lack of a person in mind. Okay. I would think that the local church would be one of the most resourced with retired men and women. Yes. On staff, unpaid staff, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like unpaid. I would think that local churches should be blowing up. Like people should say, you know, like here's a huge, huge compliment. If you are wise in your stewardship that you can retire and you don't need to monetize your time anymore. Like, good for you, man. Like, that's that is that's pretty sweet. Okay. Right. But I am a little bit surprised that we don't have people knocking down our doors saying, I would love to come on staff at the church. Is yeah. there a position? Maybe there isn't. Maybe it's part-time, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, there are reasons. And I, and I get it. I'm not the person, I think, honestly, you and I are probably not the best people to go to somebody and say, I think you need to work for the church Mm -hmm. full-time, 50 hours a week, you know? But that being said, I'm waiting for culturally somebody in America, some some retired person to begin a ministry, to begin teaching and encouraging people who are retired, who are of able body and able mind to redeem their time in the church more than five hours a week. Right. I'm a little surprised at it. And, um, but I do get it because on the one hand, when you retire, you've worked your whole life, you want to travel, you want to do different things. And and, uh, and I respect all that. You should be able yeah, to do and, that. And I, like, I don't that. have issues with that. When people tell me they're going to be traveling, I just don't have issues with that. But I, I, I wouldn't want to say like there should be a default in a retired person's life that is toward the local church, mm-hmm. toward their family also, yeah. and toward their grandkids. Like I think that is a huge, awesome, really neat thing that has happened that I've seen over the past maybe 10, 20 years um, that a, a new focus on grandparenting that – yeah. Um, is really encouraging, you know? So, but uh, I see the grandparents, I see that, I see them focusing on their grandkids. Mm-hmm. Like I, I see that happening, but I, I just don't see the pouring in their life and their talents mm-hmm. into the local church. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. I don't want to, oh, I don't want to over say it. What I don't oh, see I, is I, I just did. <laughs> okay. Well, I, you can say that. What, I, what I'm more saying is people who, who come to us saying, can I come on staff at the church? I would just love to you know see, you know, hey, I've retired from my place of employment. I've got these talents. I would love to serve in this church because this is my church family. This is where God, I see I see God working. And I want to give 8, 10, 15 hours a week. Let's start there. Sure. Every church has limited resources. Whether you're a church of 50 or you're a church of 5,000, mm. every church has a certain amount of dollars and a certain amount of people to resource to do ministry. And when people who are at an age where they're retired Mm. and they have not necessarily expendable income, Mm -hmm. but expendable time, time that they now don't have to give to company ABC, Mm -hmm. but now they can give that time to church ABC. So what better way of building into God's kingdom and utilizing what God has done? Now, there's two mindsets here that we've got to speak to just briefly. There's the mindset of churches of 
okay, you're retired, you're over the hill, you're not useful. We got to overcome that at the church level. But there's also the retiree mindset of, hey, I've retired, I've given my life 30 years or X amount of years, and now I just want to sit and receive rather than give. And that's a mindset that has to be overcome at the retiree's level, that neither of those are right, neither of those are biblical. And what we see is we see Caleb and Joshua, they're serving the Lord in their old age. And I just love if our listeners understand the story of Caleb and Joshua, they're serving God and they're saying, even in their old age, hey man, give me this next season of life. I want to use my next season of life for God. Mm -hmm. And that is what I see is the thread that continues throughout the Old and New Testament. We never retire from serving the Lord. Yep. Three of our deacons are, two of them are retired and they're redeeming their time in incredible ways. One of them is not retired. Semi-retired. Semi-retired, yeah, yeah. whatever, but they they spend an incredible amount of time, you know? Yeah. I try not to, like, uh, my age, I mean, I'm young. I try not to pick pick fights with with older people. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I do, I just, I am, I want to come back to this. I'm surprised people don't come and say, I want to work for free for the church. Yeah, yeah. They will say, hey, I want to serve. What can I do? Whatever. But, like, you know, there's limits, you know, like, but... But there is a different level of like authority, you know, for like a really mature person coming on staff sure. to figure, you know, something. I just, I just really think that would be an interesting. Now, the problem is you open up a can of worms. Like, what if somebody is like truly not a good cultural fit? You know, yeah, right? There's that, you know, and finding the right position. And and but I get that that could be challenging. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just opening up a can of worms that I don't need to. But what do you think, Dan? I've been semi-retired for the last couple of years, and exactly that. I, I give ten hours to the church. I would do it for nothing. I would do it for a stipend. I think I'll work until I die. That's right. <laughs> and just do something different, but continue mm-hmm. to do something. Yeah. All right, so Tim, the person who asked the question, this has been a good discussion, by the way. A lot of up-in-the-air thoughts and high hopes, and uh, some people really exceed our expectations. Sure. I do want to give a lot of grace to those with physical disabilities. Yeah, that's a whole different category that we're not going to speak towards. The question asker asked about Luke 12, 16, because it seems to infer something about early retirement. Can you read that and explain? Yeah, I'm not going to read the entire parable, but the parable is basically of the rich young ruler who he has a plentiful season of agricultural blessing. His crops are just going crazy. And he says to himself, I'm going to store up all my excess. And then I'll just kick back and do nothing. And I think Jesus is warning about this mindset of, no, 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 no. We all have to keep working. We cannot rest in the fruit of our labor or blessing that we had a year ago or five years ago or even 10 years ago, Mm. because God is always a God that is working toward the future. He's always got a direction for our life and a direction for his kingdom. And when we sit back and do nothing, we're basically saying, I've done my piece. Now it's time for someone else to do theirs. Yep. Because Jesus says that God will say to that rich young ruler, fool, this night your soul is required mm. of you. There is quite a rebuke Wow. on this. Wow, that is a rebuke. Interesting. So I think the big picture is we don't ever retire from ministry, although with our season of life and our schedule and our bodies, our ministry will change. Right. Yep. And that's good. So let's do this. Let's come back next time and let's talk about credit card debt and tithing. And so here's the question. I have credit card debt. Should I tithe? Mm -hmm.